Hello and welcome to the Imaginology Way podcast, where we talk about all things hypnosis, well-being and real magic. Welcome to episode four, where we go for a walk in the woods, answer some of your questions, and we talk about hypnosis. to mention so in my eagerness to start my walk in the woods i forgot to mention safety first so if you do want to listen to this podcast whilst out walking please just think about your own safety if you're putting headphones on either keep an eye open for traffic or just make sure that you're in a safe environment sorry i forgot to mention that i do mention it part way through the podcast but please safety first remember it's all about your own ecology Well, kind listeners, here we are for our walk in the woods. Now, the weather's not been great here in Surrey. I'm based in Surrey, which is the south of England. Um, in fact, the way I'm walking, right at the far distance, I can actually see Gatwick Airport because I'm going up in elevation at the moment. I'm only telling you this because I don't have some listeners in the US and some across in mainland Europe as well. I might even put a photograph on when I get to the top. Um, because of the weather, I'm wearing wellies, so it might sound a little bit heavy underfoot. And I'm also walking up an elevation at the moment, <laughs> so you might hear me trying to get my breath back. So, welcome to our walk in the woods. I mentioned this last week. The plan is quite simple. I want to talk you through and answer some of the questions that have been posed of me. I'm going to talk about my daily routine, and also, in the second half, I'm going to explain what hypnosis is. And hopefully I'll do all this whilst I'm walking in the woods. We'll see how we get on. I keep bumping into people who are asking all sorts of questions because uh, I know a lot of people in this area. This is very close to where we keep our horses. If that keeps happening, this may not work, but we'll see how we get on. Anyway, let's start with my daily routine and let's build upon the image of the Imaginology Way because that's really important to how I prepare each morning. So, a couple of things I do, and you may want to try these. I'm not suggesting you necessarily do, but it might give you some ideas. So first off, when I wake up in the morning, I always like to get out of bed with a bit of spring in my step. I literally do throw myself out of bed, um, which may not be appropriate, but uh, I do. And how I get out of bed dictates often how my day is going to be. So I throw myself out of bed, have a quick stretch, pop to the bathroom, go downstairs, grab a fresh glass of water, and then sit down with a blank piece of paper. And what I do on that blank piece of paper is I draw a triangle, then I draw two circles overlapping, in the middle and if you've not looked at the image just pop along to my show notes and have a look what the image looks like now of course I've been doing this for a long time now so I know exactly what to put in the various parts of the picture but you can look that up to start with as I mentioned before I will be putting a, uh, a PDF together you better download for that purpose so once I've got the bank piece of paper I then grab my day book that I use all the time <clears throat> and in that I've got my ongoing plans, the ongoing plans that support my dreams. And under those plans, I've got the actions that I've got there. So each plan supports the goal, which in turn supports my dreams. I have a quick look at those, only for 30 seconds or so. I then come back to my blank piece of paper. I draw my triangle, 
I draw my two circles, making sure it overlaps in the middle. Then I just reflect, again, only for about 30 seconds. I then write down some things towards my body, some things towards my mind, and some things towards my beliefs and spiritual being. Then in the middle, I portion some time in the top circle, in the bottom direction that I'm going in. Um, so this could be some of the key actions that I'm going to do. That's all part of the direction. And in the middle is my focus for the day. Where the eye is, is my focus for the day. So I normally just pick one thing that's going to be key for that day. Literally one thing. So this isn't about a list of things. This is just the one thing I'm going to focus on for that day. And it's by taking these only three or four minutes every day that gives me that focus. And in fact, there's a lot of science behind this. You know, the things that get our focus, get our attention, move us forward. There's no question of that. And we have this thing where once we start focusing on things, we start to spot things. So the classic example is, you spend ages trying to find a new car. You pick the colour, you pick the model, because nobody's got it, and you want to be a bit different. And the moment you commit to it, everybody's driving that car in that colour. You learn a new word. If that's a cool new word, I'm going to use that word. And then you'll notice the person reading the used use that word. The person on the TV soapbox that you've been watching uses that word. It's been used everywhere. Now, of course, it was always being used. You just simply didn't notice it. And it's the same thing. So if you do your planning correctly, you do your reflections in the morning, and you capture those things, then you're open to spot those things around you that are going to support your journey. Now, I've got a confession to make. I did actually forget to bring my reading glasses today. I just popped up to do my horses. They've all been done and put to bed. So I've come out on my walk, forgot to bring my reading glasses. So I'm struggling to see anything on my phone, struggling to see how much time we've been out, <laughs> help, how many steps we've done, whoops. So it's all a little bit uh, confusing at this moment in time. So uh, I'm just gonna keep going on. And hopefully we then can pull it all together. And in fact, somebody's approaching me now. So I'm gonna go on hold for a moment. So, as I mentioned, this is, uh, this is interesting. I bumped into somebody there. And I think the voice recorder on my mobile phone can stop and start. I'm hoping so. Otherwise, there's going to be a lot of editing going on later on. Anyway, so that's my kind of routine in the morning. I just kind of capture some of those things. You know, they're not long lists or anything, so I'm not doing that. I'm just putting some keywords in that get me focused for the day. And the other thing I like to do is obviously to give a little bit of gratitude. Think about the things I'm very lucky for, how my life actually is. And that leads me into one of the questions that was posed. And as I just mentioned, I haven't got my glasses, so I'm doing these from memory. But one of the questions that came in for somebody who actually looked at the symbol for the Imaginology Way, and they said, just out of interest, and I've mentioned this last week, I think anyway, this is all about me. What about the world around me? So I had a symbol many, many years ago, which is what the current symbol is based on. And I used to draw a circle. And inside the circle, that's where I used to put a social life the world around us, family, friends, the planets. Through working with some clients and helping them break down some barriers that they had, and those barriers were in their own mind, but helping break them down, it became obvious to me and I realised I needed to get rid of the circle. You see, I needed to give enough space to allow myself to grow as big as I needed to grow, but also that the world was infinite but I could go and play wherever I wanted to play. I could go and be whoever I wanted to be. And once I removed that, things started to change. So when you draw the symbol and look at it, think about that. 
imagine that it sits in this infinite world because ultimately that's what we're going to be challenging the beliefs so that was a great question that somebody had and that's exactly uh, where it all fits now of course at the moment all i've done is talk about you the individual but as we go forward you'll start to understand how that fits together and in fact this whole idea of going for a walk and i should have mentioned this at the beginning and i know i didn't so i do apologize safety first i want everybody to be active Another question I got asked was, you've never mentioned the word exercise, Steve. Is that intentional? Well, I guess it is intentional. I've been using the word be active up to press. I haven't used the word exercise. Now, to me, they're completely the same. If I'm being active just going for a walk, or I'm being active stretching, or I'm being active by doing a martial arts class, or using my kettlebells, or going for a run, they're all the same. I often don't use the word exercise simply because some people do have negative connotations with it. But of course I can overcome those. So think of them sort of, you know, interactively, if you like, for want of a better word, or, you know, you can inter interchange them as you so feel fit. But I'm just using the word being active for the moment. As long as you're being active, then that's good. And I checked my uh, phone before I set off. I'd done 10,000 steps today. Um, obviously I'm now on my 20 minute walk. So safety first. If you're going to be active, think about where you are. If you're out in the countryside, think about the people around you. If you're on a road, think about the people around you too. If you're wearing headphones in public, it can be quite dangerous because I don't know where you all live. So do think about your safety first before you do that. Obviously, if you're going to the gym, sitting on an exercise bike or on the running machine, it's differently completely. If you're housebound because of COVID or other reasons, you can get active in the house. You can just walk on the spot if you need to do. You literally can lay on your bed, put your feet in the air, and do some exercise uh, movements like you're riding a bike. We can always be active. There's never an excuse about, I've got nowhere to do it. So never think that, or I have no equipment. We'll overcome those. And in fact, over the next few weeks, I'm talking to some fitness experts who are gonna share some of their hints and tips on staying fit, particularly when there's not stuff around you. But also the reason why gyms are a good thing to do, as long as they fit into the overall ecology of yourself. And we'll talk about those as well. So that was another good question that came in. Now then, it's a beautiful, <laughs> sun's come out now, it's really hot, I've got to the top of the hill. Um, according to my recorder, we're about nine minutes in. So what I want to do, can you hear the aircraft? So you can hear my feet, you can hear my breath because I've walked up the hill. Now you can hear the aircraft and you can probably hear the cars in the distance, that's the M25. But in a moment, I'm going to find a nice spot, there's one on the corner. Unlike a lot of podcasts, and certainly unlike me, um, I'm going to stop talking which is so unlike me, but I want to set it up for you because this is really important and it forms part, part B of what I wanted to talk about when being active. You see, not only do I want people who listen to me to be the kind of people who want to be active, you know, to become fitter and stronger over time on this journey that they're on, but I want them to share that. So one of the ideas that I had was, why not find a friend who could also listen to the podcast with you, download the podcast, both go out for a walk, a 20 minute walk, listen to the podcast together as you're out walking, you're safer because there's two of you. Then when you finish listening to the podcast, take your earphones out, turn your tech off, put it in your pocket and then walk back. So walk away for 20 minutes, then walk back to where you came from for the next 20 minutes and discuss some of the ideas that we covered. What does it mean to you? What's it triggered off in your world? Have you got any dreams that you really want to bring alive? How are you gonna get on with those plans? What actions have you put in place? How does it all support together to deliver those goals? Hopefully, that could be a really meaningful conversation. So, what am I gonna do now? So part A of what I was just discussing was, I'm going to stop. I'm gonna find a sensible place where I'm not gonna get bumped into any, by anybody. And I'm gonna stop 
talking. I'm going to stop talking for 60 seconds, which on a podcast sounds totally insane. But this is what's going to happen. And I did this before I left home today, uh, just by way of preparation for doing this in actual fact. I laid in my garden at home and I shut my eyes and I just listened. And I could hear somebody working on their car in the distance. I could hear traffic going past. I could hear the odd aircraft. We live not that far from Gatwick Airport. Trains go past. I'm on the London to Brighton railway line. But then I started to hear birds. And I picked out four or five bird songs. And we also have an oak tree in our garden. And it's full of acorns this time of year. And it's also full of squirrels. And interestingly, as they run around, the acorns are falling off. And they were making different sounds. And I could recognise acorns landing on the shed at the bottom of my garden. I could recognise acorns landing on the steps, acorns landing on the path, acorns landing on my lower shed, acorns landing on my lawn. And in my mind's eye, I was able to visualise the oak tree. And I was able to visualise where the actual squirrels were running around and walking. One had landed at the bottom of the garden, then it had landed on the path as we were getting closer towards me. And I could then anticipate one hitting the lawn, and it did. And then the nearby shed. Now, I've got to be honest with you, up until doing that today, I've noticed acorns all over my lawn. I've not given it a second thought. And of course, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about this opportunity to just stop, look around yourself, have a listen, have a smell. So I'm now stopped in the middle of the woods. It's a beautiful spot. I'll take a photograph of this because the sun's uh, coming through the leaves. And what I want you to do is I want you to stop wherever you are. Now, I know you've got your headphones in, um, so I want you to stop and literally have a look at the timer on your phone. You can have it in front of you if you want. And you're going to take 60 seconds out just to look around you. Check that you're somewhere safe. I don't want you to get knocked down or somebody running into you or falling off the edge of a cliff. Check you're somewhere safe. And then we're going to take that 60 seconds out. Look around for things you've not seen before. Take a big smell. Are there smells you've not smelled before? Look at the ground you stood on. Just listen and look and try and connect with things that's going on around you. So, I'm going to count you down. I'm going to go three, two, one. Then you're on your own for 60 seconds. I'm going to do the same. And if you want, you can just keep your headphones and listen to mine. Shut your eyes and see if you can pick up sounds from where I am. That's fine also. Three, two, one. Wow, I don't know how that was for you, but that was quite incredible for me. Literally, as I've stopped still in the woods to listen, at first all I could hear was the cars of the M25 in the background. And then I heard a little rustle to my left, and as I looked up, there was a deer 
followed by another deer and they kind of just ran through the woods and vanished really quickly I couldn't get the opportunity to take a photograph I would never have seen them if I had to stop to listen and that was a really beautiful sight um, I'm also going to take the opportunity to take a quick photograph now of exactly where I am so I can do that before I I head off because it is rather splendid let's just take a photograph of that and I'm gonna get if I can oh I don't know if I'm gonna get a photograph of myself or not that I could use maybe not but uh, we'll give it a whirl excellent we've done that so second part of today's podcast now that was probably a really weird thing to do if anybody has jumped onto the podcast for the very first time skipped through to the middle and had a listen they may think they're wasting their time because there's just that silence there but of course what I really want you to do the lesson I want you to take away from that little bit of today's podcast is whenever you get the opportunity just take 60 seconds put a timer on your phone 60 seconds feels like an eternity I'll be honest with you I glanced down at the clock on the recorder on my phone and thought wow we're only 30 seconds in 60 seconds feels like a massive amount of time when you're just sitting there and what's really sad is it shouldn't it really shouldn't but we're so used to not doing it so I do want you to practice that and I will put something in the show notes along along those lines about practicing so at this point I'm going to turn around and start heading back because we're 16 minutes into our 20 minute walk today uh, which doesn't give me an awful lot of time and I do want to keep it to roughly 20 minutes because I said I would and I know some people get um, really hacked off when people give amounts of time and don't stick to it so a quick overview of hypnosis what it isn't and what it is and I'll have to continue this next week and of course we're going to continue it in the weeks to come because I do want to be able to teach you some self-hypnosis so what is hypnosis well first off it's not sleep the god hypnos the god of sleep everybody thinks of that and of course that comes from the fact that people are so relaxed when they hypnotize their heads often down their shoulders are down we talk about the uh, you know the sleeping chambers of, of the of ancient ancient Egypt's well it's not about sleep what it's actually about is complete physical relaxation and it's through that relaxation that you often see the body slump and that's where the term sleep comes from and then beyond physical relaxation we need mental relaxation and it's those two things brought together and that absolute focus so it doesn't need to be like so chilled out we spent hours getting you chilled out it can be pretty quick getting you chilled out and when are we getting you relaxed we're then getting you focused and basically what you're doing let's just assume that you're working with me the hypnotist at the moment I'm gonna get you physically relaxed mentally relaxed and then get you to focus on my voice now it doesn't matter about the surroundings around me it could be really loud it could be in a pub it doesn't really matter um, I tend to use it mainly for therapeutic purposes but I could use it in a pub or on stage and I have done um, and it can be as noisy as anything it really doesn't matter as long as you're focused on my voice and what we're trying to achieve so focused state relaxed is the first thing that we're looking to do through hypnosis now as I mentioned and you can probably hear the motorbikes on the on the motorway now they're extremely loud as I mentioned earlier it's been used for literally for centuries the reality is of course that you're often hypnotized in your daily life there's all sorts of numbers being bantered around but they reckon that everybody's sort of in hypnosis every sort of 60 to 90 minutes if you drive a car if you've ever had a journey you can't remember how you got there you were probably in hypnosis you were just so focused so in the zone that you're in you're actually in hypnosis at that point in time so it's a natural phenomena that we come in and out of but it's through this natural phenomena that we can do something absolutely incredible or indeed 
you can do something that's absolutely incredible yourself through self-hypnosis. You see, there are two parts to our mind. There's lots of parts, but for, we're just using models, and I just need to point that out. We use models to describe how things work. This is not Neuroscience 101. This is just models of how things work. There's our conscious mind, the mind that I'm using to talk to you now, the mind that I'm keeping a, a watch on the recording and where I'm walking, etc. is my conscious brain that I'm using. This, they claim that we can hold on to something like seven plus or minus two thoughts at a time, so that's roughly what we can do. Okay, mine's probably worse than that, but that's roughly what we can do. Beyond that, we have to go into what we call our subconscious mind or our unconscious mind or our monkey brain. People call it different things. And it's that part of our brain where all these patterns are learnt. And as our brain develops, roughly by the time we're sort of nine or 10, we've kind of learned how to interpret and pull in those patterns, which is why often if we're dealing with self-limiting beliefs, they could have been literally learnt as children. But our brain doesn't really finish developing to the age of about 25 where it's fully finished and fully developed. But it's that unconscious mind where these patterns are, these patterns that cause us to do the things we do. And a good example of that would be, you've probably all got songs that you can name when the song kicks off, it takes you right back to a special moment. It could be a good feeling, sometimes it can be a bad feeling. And of course, this is the, what we're dealing with here is those patterns that happen, that do things. And this is where it becomes really useful and really important, particularly therapeutically, if I'm trying to break a, say, a craving pattern for somebody who's eating, I want to break that pattern. I want to be able to change it. Um, if, you, know, you can think of many, many examples of your own by being able to change those patterns so that we act differently. So, physical relaxation, mental relaxation. And you can get into it pretty quick. The more you practice, the better you get at it. To the point now where I literally can relax my eyes. To the point where if I try and open them, my eyelids are so relaxed they ain't going to open. I can get there in seconds, literally in seconds. And through that ability, I can then bring on board lots of other resources that I need. And those are some of the things that I want to be able to teach you in the future podcast, some really simple techniques that can be really powerful, so powerful that it can actually be life-changing, so powerful that it can actually be life-saving. And I've got examples, and certainly I know some of my colleagues have got examples of where some relatively simple basic techniques have absolutely changed people's lives. It's absolutely incredible. And that's what really, really excites me. So we've talked a bit about fitness today. We've talked about hypnosis. I appreciate it was very, very brief. I'm, I seem to be up to well over 21 minutes at the moment. The last thing I haven't mentioned at all really properly, I'm just gonna mention it briefly now, and that's real magic. And I've gotta be honest with you, as I sat up there in the woods a few moments ago, I know I'm recording this, and I'm not gonna be putting it out there for all my listeners, <laughs> one or two of you, or however many people are listening, um, and I am really grateful for that, as you all know. If I hadn't have stopped, I felt quite nervous because I'm watching my machine to make sure it's still recording my phone, I would never have seen the deer, two beautiful deer just playing in the woods. And when I see them, and I'll send you the photograph of the sun coming through the trees, to me, that's real magic. Just spending one minute, one minute feeling a bit nervous about the recording, allowing myself to relax and listen and look, seeing those two beautiful deer, seeing the beautiful sun shimmering through the leaves. To me, that's real magic. Being able to capture those moments and to be able to live for those moments. That's what it's all about for me. And of course, as I just mentioned a few moments ago, if you can do some simple techniques 
and completely change your life I don't care what anybody says I'm going to define that as real magic I really really am now then I'm going to go and listen back to this I don't know what the audio has been like because I've just got a little clip on mic on my shirt I know I'm panting a little bit as I'm <laughs> quite a good elevation around here for Surrey actually I grew up on the hills of Yorkshire where we've got proper hills but it's a good enough elevation today I'm in big wellies so you probably heard me my footprints hopefully it was a little bit hypnotic and not just thudding along in the background I'll have a listen hopefully it's fine and as always I'm probably going to publish it in one go I try to do no editing because um, hey you're going to get Watson on with me because that's what it's really about so until next week um, I'm going to bid you farewell I'll leave with the outros we'll take it from there I'm still probably about 10 minutes uh, back from where I need to be but I'm going to leave you guys on your own journey remember why not talk to a friend say hey let's listen to a podcast together next weekend let's do a 20 minute walk out listen to the podcast take our headphones off and let's discuss it on our 20 minute walk back home I really really appreciate you all listening I'm loving all the questions you're sending loving all the feedback I'm receiving you're all kind of amazing if you ask me so for now I'm going to bid you farewell and I look forward to speaking to you soon my name is Steve hey what's on next week's episode so on next week's episode we have another interview we're interviewing two people Reese and Charlie who run Shred Shed Fitness in Surrey they're an inspirational young couple who are putting the personal back into personal training so this week remember take some action Make sure you take some time out for yourself. Be aware of what's going on around you. And please, enjoy life. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. My name was Steve. I shall look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye for now.